and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with messy celebrities, uh, Mama Mia, and movie wigs. <laughs> it's going to be a really fun episode, a lot of variation in, in this week. But before we get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. All right. Tea Time is checking in with messy celebrities. Just a lot of stuff going on. Um, People are acting erratically and we're going to talk about it. First and foremost, obviously, biggest news of the week. Kate, go ahead. You know, last week, uh, incredibly timely and correct choice. I named John Mulaney and Olivia Munn my most messy celebrities of summer 2021. And literally, and maybe a couple hours after the podcast published, uh, photos started circulating of an incredibly visibly pregnant Olivia Munn walking through a parking garage. Just cementing my choice, really. Uh, Yeah, that was a good call. Cherry on top of the cake. However, what I did not foresee was the absolutely exhausting seven days of John Mulaney discourse that followed the picture. (laughs) First of all, the initial reaction was like, wow, fuck, uh, she's pregnant and she's incredibly pregnant. And again, like this was just a very quick moving relationship, you know, in, in it seemed like in a lot of ways, obviously there are things you don't know. It seemed like his, his ex-wife was very blindsided by a lot of elements of this. And again, just like a tight timeline. So that was the first reaction. The second reaction was like, actually, we should let him live his life. And like, what makes us think that we're entitled to any information or any opinions around John Mulaney? Because, um, you know, obviously has addiction issues. And also like, why do we think that we get to comment on celebrity relationships? Which was like, whoa, okay. Uh, (laughs) Didn't see that coming. And I think it's a weird time to be discussing this of all all people. I don't know why John Mulaney sparked the like, we actually shouldn't ever talk about celebrities' personal lives discourse. Right. Uh, Just a big swing there. But that was the initial backlash. Then there was the backlash to the backlash 
uh, that was just all about like parasocial relationships. And I never oh, want to hear that word uttered ever again because people were like, oh, you just feel like, you know, John Mulaney. And like, we feel like we we know what he wants and what he likes. And actually, we don't. And listen, I just it all culminated. John Mulaney went on Seth Meyers uh, on Tuesday. And this is what he said. I went to rehab in September. I got out in October. I moved out of my home from my ex-wife. Then in the spring, I went to Los Angeles and met and started to date a wonderful woman named Olivia. So like very clearly, like laying out a timeline saying yep. I did I did not cheat basically yep. was the point of this. And like, honestly, some respect to him for like going on a talk show, laying it out, being like, yes, we're dating, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. However, I think it's just very clearly trying to, you know, kind of absolve him of like any anyone thinking that there were some shady things here. Mm-hmm. And... So, of course, people now are, like, trying to interrogate that timeline and being, like, actually, they've met before. Actually, they blah, blah, blah. And I just, what I have to say (laughs) is that it is simply not this deep. Like, we (laughs) are allowed as a society to be scandalized by this. Like, we just are. It was was a quick timeline. And it's always fucking shady when someone gets really famous, ditches the partner that isn't famous that they were with before they got famous, and Mm -hmm. moves on to someone else famous. Like, that always is something that I don't like. I don't care who it is. And like, I just don't think it's that deep. Like, I don't care if he cheated or not. I think it happened really quickly. I think Olivia Munn is like kind of a shady person in general. Uh, It doesn't even really have to do with her in general. Like, I think we're allowed to be talking about this and gossiping about this and scandalized by this. Like, it's just not that deep. It's this is not. run of the mill celebrity <laughs> news, to be honest. Granted, yes. like it's a little bit more complex because people are. Um, but no, everyone is obsessed with different people. Our the hold that John Mulaney has on our society is right. pretty intense. Which I'm at fault. Like I like him. I like. I think he's yeah. funny. But this is once again the world sucking up all the fun out of everything. Yes. It's like we have so little. I don't know why we're examining now. Right. Like weird. it's just it's another one of those things where it's like, oh my god, we have to go outside. Like please touch some grass grass. and it's like it's fine we can talk about this and be gossiping about this and like that's what we fucking do you know like it 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 just is not that crazy Uh, so that's my takeaway and it is shady and also it seemed like his wife was pretty blindsided from her posts and And like uh, like, we don't again like we don't know the specific like blah blah blah, but like yeah that's part of it too is like she in a lot of these sources and a lot of these statements and whatever like she clearly has been you know, we don't know what she if she did anything or like whatever. But, like, but we never yeah. know that. So why are we right. like we? It's just so weird to me, and it really is not fun. I now. think just people had built up it. this idea of John Mulaney as some right. like he's a really good guy or something, and it's just like okay, yeah, okay. like we just need to relax. Like he's a celebrity. It's fine. It's gonna right. be fine. Right. I'm glad Agreed. he's happy and I'm glad that we have some like fun, crazy celebrity news to talk about. And that's where yes, I'm at. That is <laughs> true, go. though. This whole category, actually, a couple things happened this week that were a little out of the ordinary. Um, yes. Even bigger news, Scott Disick and Amelia Hamlin broke up, which I know <laughs> you guys are really upset about and feel yes. just as strongly as John Mulaney. <laughs> um, but they are done now. Uh, so they are first linked in October 2020. Wow. Just to remind everyone, he's 38, she's 20, but like, I believe turned 20 during the course of their relationship. Like recently sure. turned 20. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they broke up. I think we've refrained from talking about whatever happened last week with you. <laughs> I don't know if we discussed this, maybe not on the pod. Anyway, some messy stuff has been happening with Scott Disick. Mm-hmm. I have a personal belief he has been in love with Kourtney Kardashian this entire time. And yes. seeing her with Travis Barker so yes. genuinely love is actually 
actually eating away at him. And like <laughs> my two cents is this is probably really affected. I don't know his current girlfriend that he's like sliding into other Courtney, like other ex partners of Courtney's to like shit talk her and mm-hmm. then get called out. Really messy stuff for Scott Disick as usual. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, sources say there were toxic parts of it. Like not shocking. I don't know really what happened. Who's to say, but they're done and probably will not get back together if I could be a betting I woman. What do you guys hope think? Not. I hope yeah. not. And also I think not to be cynical, but I think she's used him for what she wanted, which is more clout and more followers. I think that's great. Good. Yeah. You should use him for that. You're young. <laughs> yeah. Get that out of it. You know, he's rich. Like, right. have him buy you things well, and because, then leave. Yeah. He likes certain aspects of, her, I don't know, her youth. Exactly. Like you know, it's just. Yeah. Uh, he is yeah. so gross. I'm sorry. He's gross. <laughs> I and I, I also know. love there was a, I guess, a comment that I saw on comments by celebs. No, comments by Bravo. I'm sorry. Mm, um, a branch of comments by Scott. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And there was just like confirmed sources that Scott and Amelia Hamlin broke up. And then, of course, Lisa Rinna. She loves to comment on Instagram. I see her comments everywhere because um, I follow her. But and she has like one of those little emojis with like the uh, blushing <laughs> one. It's smiling. And I'm just like, not like you. You know that Lisa Rinna was like all into this relationship because it meant like more press. Yes. And then also on that Real Housewives episode, didn't watch it, but she, it was quoted. She was like, why can't it be Harry Styles? Why the fuck is it Scott Disick? I love that. Lisa Rinna. Because, I get yeah, it. Hilarious. She's a mom. Yeah. Of course she's like, what the hell is up? I know. Don't want this. So rest in peace to them. Courtney and Travis still going strong. And we will see who yeah. Scott's next, uh, next girlfriend Victim. is. Victim is. I, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then next, this will be really quick. I just did enjoy this a little bit. So this is just really small, small news. But Kim Kardashian was on her Instagram stories talking about her makeup, talking about her contour. And, you know, she does it. I mean, obviously, often in the house, often her kids are running around screaming and talking to her. And it like North is so chaotic and hilarious. It's just (laughs) really entertaining and calls her mom out for a lot of shit. So she's in the middle of a sentence and North goes, why do you talk different? And then like Kim is like, what? No, for my videos, like I'm the same. I don't talk different. Like, guys, do you think I'm talking different? And Penelope is somehow in that room. And she's like, yeah, you both do. And they're calling Kim out for her fake little like, hi, guys, this is my contour, (laughs) blah, blah. Blah, and I love the idea that they are growing up and are at an age now where they're like, hey, wait, this is you are two different people and you are a fraud. And I just really like it. And I look forward to North calling Kim out for more. That is really funny. That's I love that. Next one, Amelia. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) Yes. So Megan Fox posted on her Instagram a couple of days ago. A really like she looks great. Like her body is banging and she's just beautiful. But anyway, and it's like a photo of her, I guess, reflected in the mirror. And there's a giant marble table that she's propped up against. And with the caption, when I tell you that the table at this Airbnb saw some things and then a little emoji that's like, (laughs) and yes. And then Machine Gun Kelly, her boyfriend, commented on the photo. I'm really glad that's not our table anymore, which implies that the two boned on this (laughs) poor person's table. And it's just like. (laughs) Okay, like what? I'm happy that you're happy, but also it's like okay, that's someone's table. Okay, that's a little rude. Yeah, 
Can you please be respectful? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. And just and uh, just the fact that you know she had to share. I get she's like in her fun messy stage because she got married really young and had kids really young, and so right. now yeah. she's like I guess living what should have been her youth and with Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. And oh just like, oh my God. Yeah, Not to say that she isn't still young, <laughs> it but it's just, yeah. <laughs> she's just being like a messy 20-something. When yeah, she's messy like, celebs. It's yeah, great. It's exactly. Great. So, um, And yeah. lastly, we're burying this one. <laughs> I'm Please just it. say it really quick. <laughs> okay. Christy Carlson Romano. I don't know if you can... <laughs> I'm so scared. I can do like Hail Mary's. We're so scared of Christy Carlson Romano because she called us out and um but she's going crazy on YouTube. Her YouTube channel is the most chaotic place on the internet. Oh and if you've not seen it, you have to look it up. Um, Just go. We to talked it. about her uh, Shia LaBeouf video, which was then why she got mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> and then, which we stand by it. And then she posted another video about how Katy Perry stole her recording contract. <laughs> and we were like, wow, that is, she's reached her peak. Um, but this week, what is she posting this week? It was one hour uh, ago. It was the <laughs> my 9-11 story. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I, we just, we don't need that. I, well, you know, we're not anti Christy Carlson Romano. No, but, no, 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 of course not. Uh, fascinating content from her. It's just in good fun, Christy. <laughs> just, we're a pop culture podcast. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, let's move uh, on. I'm scared. All right. Okay, this next category is our mashup category. And as I'm looking through this, it's literally just like what we all independently wanted to talk about this week. <laughs> There's no through line. So, Kate, gonna hand that to you. It's hilarious you say that because as you said that, Amelia typed in <laughs> Benifer. So, <laughs> that is exactly what this is. Uh, there's no connection here. Um, all right. First up, I wanted to talk about Venice because the Venice Film Festival is this past week. And first of all, just absolutely great to see celebrities on the red carpet looking fabulous, doing celebrity things. And I think the big viral moment was Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac, who have incredible chemistry mm. and are actors being paid to promote a movie. And they had this moment on the red carpet that was just chef's kiss perfect where they like walked up to each other and just like made some really sexy eye contact. And then like Oscar Isaac was like admiring Jessica Chastain. And then he like kissed her arm. <laughs> and there was like this whole moment where they were like really in it on the red carpet. Um, mm. And obviously it immediately blew up. People were like, holy shit. Like, when will I find this kind of love? Then, of course, because people, again, are like fucking inside and can never have anything fun. People were like, what about his wife? She was right there. And it's like, okay, yes, she was right there, which is how you know it's not a big fucking deal. They're actors and they're friends and they're giving us this just fabulous content. Like, just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was great. And I love them. And apparently their show together is really bad. So this may be the best content that we get from them. (laughs) Coming out of Venice. Yes. Um, and then also a highlight for me was, of course, the we have the uh, Dune press tour. We mm. got Timmy in his sparkly suit. Thank you so much for that. Uh, but the real highlight was Zendaya, who is just out here giving us everything. Again, as always, 
I think the highlight of her fashion, I would say, was like a Balmain, sort of like the Kim Kardashian wet look where like they kind of sculpt it out of leather and it looks like they're wet, but like really it's just like (laughs) sort of sculpted to them. Anyways, Mm -hmm. Zendaya pulled it off way better than Kim. And I just have to say that there's something about the way that Zendaya poses on red carpets. Like she has this little like hand pose. Oh, yeah. The way that it's like the it's just it's like how, you know, people don't know what to do with their hands ever. And she just has this little thing where she like crosses her hands in front of her. And I'm like, wow, is this the like, is this the cure for not You're knowing what so to do with right. your hands? <laughs> she it's like she looks so elegant and so poised every time. She's so good at posing, but she has like this one go to move. And I'm like, should we all do that? Like, would we look like Zendaya if we did that? I don't right, know. Because you don't even notice it until you just said that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. It's so effortless. I know. Wow. She's incredible. Incredible yeah. poser. And actually, Timmy also is. They looked really good together. They were not giving us the level of Jessica and Oscar chemistry, mm. but I'm keeping an open mind. I hope that we'll get that maybe at some point. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, great stuff from Venice. Loved all of it. I know yeah. Amelia has has some just thoughts. A quick update because I just saw this posted. Um, Benifer arrived in Venice and it looks like there might be a red carpet in like the very near future because oh. they're together. Yeah, they're wearing masks. They're looking great. So I'm crossing my fingers for that. Wow, that's huge. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited for you. Yeah. Thank wow. you. Love it. Can't wait. Um, next okay. one. <laughs> this next thing was assigned to me, and I believe this was Liz Kelly. Uh, it was not. It was it wasn't, Amelia. It was Amelia. I should have known the tone of aggression. Uh, <laughs> Can you I read the known. sentence? I would love to. I'm feeling very attacked. It says, Kate, if you don't talk about Lil Uzi Vert getting his diamond ripped out from his forehead, I will implant a diamond into your forehead and rip it out. So that seems like an unnecessary tone. (laughs) Um, But I didn't want to talk about this because it kind of freaked me out. But again, I, I, the Lil Uzi Vert diamond beat chose me. So he was crowd surfing at a festival. uh, And listen, if you dive into a crowd of people with a $24 million diamond it anywhere on your person. I don't care if it's attached or not. You got to know what's going to happen. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Someone tried to grab it as you would with the $24 (laughs) million diamond. It's worth a lot of money. Um, And it got like a little bit ripped out of his forehead. Apparently it was like, apparently it was like still attached. So like he still has it. It would have been terrible if it got stolen. (laughs) Poor man. (laughs) That would have been, yeah, really bad. But now he just has like a barbell in his forehead instead in its place. Um, Because I guess it was like a little too close for comfort. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's where the diamond is currently. It's but safe. again, like you can't go crowd surfing with a diamond in your forehead. That's, That's true. just like diamond right. forehead 101. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, next piece of news, huge for me. I know we've like it, we talked about it on other pods, but it's now official. Kylie Jenner is having her second baby. I'm so excited. Posted on her Instagram, similar to her first, kind of like a nice little mashup of the last couple months, finding out she's pregnant, some intimate family moments, time mm. with Travis Scott, telling Chris. Really cute. I'm actually a really big sucker for these like very produ- highly produced baby announcements <laughs> from the Kardashians. But I'm so excited. Stormy was born in February of 2018. So she's going to be a big sister. She's featured mm. in the video. She's really, really cute. Travis and Kylie have kind of been on and off through the last couple of years, but you know, according to quote unquote sources, they're back together. Very happy. They seem super happy um, in these videos that we watch. And I'm just really excited for pregnant Kylie content and baby Kylie content. Yeah. Um, lastly, just want to give a shout out to 
the couple of women on TikTok who have been investigating her nails for the last couple months and did predict that she was pregnant. You Amazing. guys are the MVPs, and I hope you're really proud of yourself. I am. The incredible. FBI needs to hire them. I'm serious. seriously. Seriously. Incredible accomplishment. And then much less exciting, but also baby news that I'd throw it in. She is an A-list actress. Jennifer Lawrence is having a baby uh, with Cook Maroney, who we feel lukewarm about. It's fine. Congrats. <laughs> really, really happy, though, that a baby's coming. I love babies. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Last one. Last one. The Dancing with the Stars, I think season 30, can you believe it, is wow. uh, the lineup is out. And uh, here, here's everyone who will be joining this season. We've got country singer Jimmy Allen. I've never heard of this person. No? Okay. Nope. Uh, Spice Girls member Mel C. Okay. Bling Empire cast member Christine Chu. Actress Melora Hardin, who is Jan from The Office. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love her. YouTuber Olivia J. Genuli. Varsity Blues. Yeah, Lori Laughlin's daughter. Um, Wow. The Bachelor star Matt James. The Mm -hmm. talk co-host Amanda Klutz. That's what I'm excited about. Oh, really? She made all the she made all the news because her husband died of COVID. He was the Broadway star. <gasps> oh, so, but she's like a dancer. Remember her? Oh so my I'm yeah. really, really happy. Yeah, I'm okay. really happy for her. Good. Okay, continue. maybe she'll find love with her uh, co yeah. co dancer person. Yeah. yeah, actor Martin Cove, who I think was in those the Cobra Kai series. Um, mm. Olympic medalist Suni Lee, professional wrestler yeah. and reality star Mike the Miz Mazanin, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta cast member Kenya Moore. Peloton instructor Cody Rigsby, actor Brian Austin Green, singer and YouTube personality Jojo Siwa, and professional basketball player and reality star Iman Shumpert. So thoughts on this cast? Honestly, like kind of a fun. Yeah, absolutely. Should we watch Shinzi with the Stars? I'm kind of in on (laughs) this and I've never watched it before. Let's monitor it. Yeah, Yeah, we we can can monitor monitor it. Yeah. I'm really excited for Cody Rigsby. I am not a Peloton person. We were all just talking about this, but people are amped about this guy being on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I know we're going to talk about Peloton later uh, and we can save this for then if you want, but I just, I I know who this is again and I don't have a Peloton. So I guess like we're at, we are at the point where this is technically a celebrity. They're like Mm -hmm. influencers now. They're the new wave of influencers, which is like uh, cool, I guess. Good for them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Really excited. (sighs) This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. 
because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Shall we go to cringe mode? Let's wow. do it. So excited for this. Okay, we're excited. We know you guys are excited based on the frantic DMs you were sending Amelia yesterday when she posted <laughs> that Instagram story. We're covering the 2008 classic Mamma Mia. And I'm so happy. Yes. Why did we pick this movie? <laughs> uh, you know, I think a couple weeks ago we were like, let's pick like an end of summer movie. Yeah. Like to really just send it off. And then if unfortunately we were like, oh wait, we have to watch Addison Ray. <laughs> um, and then we did our end of summer awards, and now it's like awkwardly, I mean, it is still end of summer. So I guess that's the the choice. Also, we just deserved a good one, I think. After yes, we did. He's all that. Um yes. so yeah, that's why. We wanted to do it, basically. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. why else do we ever do anything? Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> also, it's a classic tale, but Kate, you want to go through the plot? Really quick. Uh, Amanda Seyfried lives on an island with her mom, Meryl Streep, um, who runs a hotel. She finds her mom's notebook uh, the week before her wedding and realizes that like she doesn't know who her dad is, but it could be any of these three guys because her mom slept with them all in a very short period of time. And her mom also doesn't know who her dad is. So she invites all these guys to her wedding because she wants her dad to be at her wedding. Chaos ensues. Uh, lots of singing and dancing ensues. Uh, at her wedding, she eventually like decides not to get married, but then Meryl Streep instead is like, actually, I'm going to marry <laughs> Pierce Brosnan because he's the hottest one. Turns out that she doesn't know which of them is her dad, but like, it's fine because all three of them have dad qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a lot of like singing and dancing on the beach. At, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone knows Mama Mia. I don't need to explain it. All right. Let's do highlights, Amelia. Yes. I just love the concept. Uh, whoever thought of using the iconic music of ABBA to make a whole ass musical is honestly, it's a genius, <laughs> truly, because it just, it's just like, what a fun idea and concept. And ABBA just, ah, dude, so, so good. Can we talk about ABBA? ABBA <laughs> yes. might be one of like my top <sighs> three uh, musical artists, literally of all be. time. No, it's I so totally good. agree. They're Me so and my friend good. Chrissy literally have an obsession with ABBA. I'll talk about this later. Still kicking, still great. But <laughs> revisiting this, the classics mm. in this movie is so much happiness and serotonin in my brain. Singing along to the yes. music. It's just so lovely. I had such a lovely time watching this. And then in yeah. addition, you know, they filmed it on the coast of Greece. It's mm. the vibes, the linen, Amanda Seyfried's <laughs> little cherubic face and her blonde yeah. hair and her little blue eyes. It's just like the most... Amazing 
Just the most amazing movie. I love this so much. And yeah, the songs are just unparalleled for me. The songs are so good. And I remember like my mom used to drive us to school and she would play the Mamma Mia soundtrack like to the Broadway. So like it's just so many great, you know, memories from these songs. Love Yeah. And you know so many more lyrics than you think you do. And then it comes (laughs) on and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This movie is definitely like the best case scenario of casting actors and mm. not singers. And I mean, you know, in recent recent years, like the musical boom has happened. It's like we've seen, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like Emma Watson in Beauty and the Beast or mm. like um, the Les Mis movie. Like it does not always work out. But this sure. movie, like they commit so hard and they have so <laughs> much charisma and they're having so much fun. But like they just get by on like fucking committing to the bit, even if they're yes. not good singers. And like, there's no, no one is out here making fun of Pierce Brosnan the way that they're making fun of Russell Crowe in Les Mis. And like, that's <laughs> because fucking Pierce Brosnan was like, you know what? Like I'm here and I'm going to do it. And yes. I'm going to sing this entire song to Meryl mm-hmm. Streep in my, fla- <laughs> my flappy white shirt. And I'm going to look great doing it. And I'm going to have a good time. And like, it's just like the level of commitment, I think that really just gets them across the board and it just so works. True. Like it doesn't matter that they're not singers. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. So true. And I know Millie, you're going to talk about this in a bit, but Meryl Streep, like, really left it all out on the floor. This yes. The physicality of this movie, I wanted to bring up just briefly. Mm-hmm. She's like jumping on trampolines <laughs> or diving off of docks. They're like, it's it's really physical from all of these characters. And I just yes. really respect <laughs> the amount of effort they all Agreed. gave. Yeah. Uh, Christine Baranski and Julie Waters also <sighs> like their physical comedy in some of these songs, not even just the dancing, like just outside of just like the whack, like wacky things <laughs> that they're doing yes. uh, is so entertaining. We actually don't have that many highlights, but I think it's just because we're like, love this whole movie. And we didn't exactly. have that many right. things to, to shout out. That's mm-hmm. true. Okay. Let's do low lights. Amelia. I just, there's this one part of the movie that I was like, huh? Because they have this <laughs> moment where they meet Sophie, all the three dads and they're like, just being like, oh, you little minx. And like, my sons would be in trouble if they met you. And you're like, okay, aren't you like maybe her father? Like, this Yeah, Pierce Brosnan's like, uh, you remind me of your mother. And I'm like, <laughs> don't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, a little, it's yeah. a little creepy. It's a weird vibe. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to say a low light for me. And maybe I'm just projecting. Uh, <laughs> but these trios of female friends, you have Sophie and her two friends. <sighs> and then you have Meryl Streep and her two friends. And they are so fucking obnoxious. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And I know, and it's fun and it's part of the movie and it works. But there are like two scenes when like they meet, like they haven't seen each other for a long time and they like meet at these docks and mm-hmm. the screaming and the yelling and the like coordinated handshakes and the, the like choreographed. I am like, if I saw these people in person, I would literally like jump into the sea. Like I just can't deal with it. Can we lower the volume a little bit? And again, like, I know it's for the sake of the movie and it's fine, but I was like, wow, yes. this is, these people are not my people. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was like, I'm just a mild low light. Uh-huh. Um, another low light. Listen, and I, like, I, just no shade, really, because this whole movie is great and it works. But Dominic Cooper, you are hot and you are fun, uh, but you are not a singer. And- How dare you? <laughs> and I feel the same way about Pierce Brosnan, who actually, I think, pulls it off better. Mm. Dominic Cooper is just like a kind of like an out of left field casting choice for me. <laughs> like Pierce, like you, he works because like you just can't replace him. Like he's just great for that role. And so like the singing, you just go with it. But right. I'm like, Dominic Cooper has such a little role 
And I'm like, this could have been anyone. Like, did we have, <laughs> could we have maybe gone with someone who was like a little bit better? Just like How a dare bit. you, Kate? Um, How dare you? However, however, I will say, uh, this is redeemed by the fact that like in his main musical number, he's like strutting around on the beach in like his little choker and like his little teeny tiny shorts. <laughs> and like Sophie is just like sitting on the rocks in like her sensible one piece, just like watching mm. the, sh- the show. <laughs> and he doesn't even button his shirt at his own wedding. And I'm like, you know what? This character I, I'm in like this movie is for us. Um, yes. And yes. I appreciate it. So like mild low light could have maybe cast someone else, but yeah. it worked. It works out in the end. Sure. Yeah. Another mild low light for me was if I was Donna, AKA Meryl Streep. So the mom, I would be extremely pissed at my daughter going through my old diaries, yeah. reading about my sexcapades of <laughs> yesteryear, and then literally sending out mail to, it's like to all the boys I loved before, obviously this predates it by a long ways, but it's like sending out mail on behalf of other people is so chaotic and and not evil, but kind of evil. Um, right. I would just be pretty pissed as someone who keeps a lot of diaries. If someone <laughs> picked that up and was singing along to it to my friends, I would be upset to say the least. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right. What is age the best and the worst, Amelia? I would say the performances. I I I feel like you just tell they had such a good time making this, especially like Meryl Streep. I know like her being insane and when she sees her friends, but I <laughs> like when she jumps in the water and she's just like, woo. And uh, yeah, Christine Baranski and Julie Walters. And they're just, they're just having a good time. And I just, I love that. I don't know. I just agree. Like, you know, and remember the scene where I, is anyone going to talk about the, the random earthquake? Do you remember that scene? Oh yeah, where it like where the water they, comes through the ground. <laughs> oh, Aphrodite <laughs> makes her presence known and right. showers the wedding. Yes, yes. I don't. I just. I feel like that is just such a. It, that is symbolic of the entire film and performances for me. Where it's just like, okay, sure. Just it's so load. fun to Let's watch. Do it. Yeah. yeah. This might as well blast. happen. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So love that. Um, I also really enjoyed the end credits scene of them dancing to Waterloo. I thought mm-hmm. that was fun where they the guys get up in those crazy costumes and the women also have the crazy like 70s costumes. I thought mm-hmm. that was really fun. Yeah, so just, you know, just all the little added details were great. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. What is the best are those pictures from the Mamma Mia cast party that go viral <laughs> like once a month. I promise you've seen them if you've ever been on Twitter. Yes, I'm looking uh, at them right now. It looks like 2016 was like the original viral tweet. At uh, Quinn Crumb tweeted, why does the Mamma Mia rap party look like the most lit event to ever <laughs> occur on the planet? <laughs> and posted four pictures. Mostly of Christine Baranski and Dominic Cooper looking absolutely wasted at this Mamma Mia rap party. Uh, Meryl <laughs> is doing karaoke. Dominic is smoking something. They're absolutely trashed, like terrible angles. The flash, like everyone, everyone looks mildly sweaty, which, you know, so sweaty, and like they're clearly singing and dancing and extremely drunk. Um, and it just aged incredibly well because I swear to God, every couple months, someone's like, remember the Mamma Mia cast party? Like, I wish I had been there. Uh, and every time I'm like, yeah, me too. So just great stuff. And again, just more evidence that like everyone had a great fucking time. Making yes. This movie. Um, yes. Age the worst. So we watched this on Peacock, which is an app I had never used before prior to this. <laughs> but they show like the critic and audience score scores like when you click on a movie. And 
Mamma Mia got a 55% critic score and a 66% audience score. And I just think that has aged terribly. Like, why do people hate joy? Why wouldn't Agreed. you walk out of this theater yeah. and be like, that was a great fucking time. A plus. Also, yeah. I've seen now what movie musicals are like. And it's like, would you rather <laughs> right. have cats, everybody? Yeah. No. <laughs> you got to pick yeah, your right? poison. I know. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The best is ABBA, not to be a broken record, mm. but I actually have news on them. They released two singles this month um, and they're releasing another album in November oh. after like 20 years. No one thought their reunion would happen. Um, they actually in 2000 turned down $1 billion what? to tour. A hundred shows, one billion dollars, and they said no. So everyone was like, okay, well, I, wow. <laughs> if not that, then okay, never. Right. But they're releasing this album in November and then they're going to, okay, they're going to have a quote, revolutionary set of concerts <laughs> where virtual avatars will play the ABBA hits. So okay. it'll so be they like didn't, a, So they didn't want to go. So they're like <laughs> sending videos instead. Right. It will be a, a virtual tour. It'll be, I mean, this is the future perhaps okay. of. That's unfortunate, but I guess. Anyway, they have reunited like super recently. So I feel happy I that, that. Uh, we have some good news to share about them since they took uh, many years off. Actually, yeah. Funny story. So like when I say my family and I love ABBA, like we went to a, what are the, they're not, it's an ABBA tribute band. We were in Colorado when mm. we went to an ABBA tribute band at Red Rocks. And it was literally, it was one of the most fun times I've ever had. Red so, Rocks. Oh, yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, Amazing. you know. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to segue ABBA. into your MVP? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> My MVP is obvious, like the songs, these ABBA songs. I literally loved every single one of I love them all. And, mm -hmm. and at first, maybe I'm like, mm, OK, this isn't my favorite song. And then by the end of it, I'm singing it. So exactly. Yeah, right. Love these songs. It exactly. also is it's they work them into the plot so well. Like, yes. it's not like you're like, oh, they needed to use take a chance on me. So like, they like made this weird storyline so they could use it. Right. Like right. So the true. songs, I mean, it almost is like they're written for this musical. Yeah. yeah. They work so it's well. It's wild. It's so good. Um, Kate, who's your MVP? My MVP is Meryl Streep. And mm. I know we've already talked about it, but her commitment to this movie and her, she just, I understand why she she didn't want to do the second movie because she literally gave everything she fucking had to this one. Like she mm -hmm. left it all on the floor <laughs> from the singing to the dancing. Oh, she did. To the physical she comedy. Really did. Yes. To just all of it. Like she is so dialed in in this movie. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. And yep. it's Meryl Streep. Like, what do you expect? But like, right. <laughs> it's just so silly and she just didn't have to. And she did it anyway. Uh, yeah. And I'm just very grateful. And I just mm -hmm. love her. If I'm being honest, obviously my MVP pick is also Meryl Streep, but got to give it to Amanda Seyfried. Mm. Yes. I've never seen Mamma Mia 2. I don't. Neither have I. Okay. It's good. It's actually good. Does she return for that movie? Uh, Amanda Seyfried does, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Well, we shall see how she performs in the second one, but I love her in this one, obviously. Mm -hmm. She was great. Also, quick shout out to Christine Baranski, who's <laughs> just hilarious. Oh, she's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, uh, let's see the lightning round. What is your guys' favorite song or performance, Amelia? I just, I mean, you know, I'm going to be lame and do Mamma Mia. It's perfection. It really sets the tone early on. And I just, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. All right, Kate. This was so hard to choose. I went with mm. Dancing Queen, which is, um, they're like trying to tear up Meryl after all of her three exes appear on the island. And then they end right. up like jumping on the bed and like, 
just running around the island with like this horde of women who are like abandoning their men to like join them and dancing on the beach. And then they all jump into the ocean and it's just great. It's like yeah, everything it you want from like a Mamma Mia uh, performance. So yeah, good. This is a dark horse pick, but slipping through my fingers, which mm. is Meryl prepping Amanda Seyfried to get married. I am so um, sensitive to songs and performances and just in general, the concept of the parent-child time <clears throat> passing, passing of the torch, moving on. Oh my God, I, it literally makes me cry every time, no matter what. Put on Cats in the Cradle and I'm crying before like the first oh. chorus. <laughs> It is, it's such a lovely moment between the two of them. And it's like so tender. And it really does sell yeah. me on the fact that they are mother and daughter. They're so good together. The love yes. between a parent and a child is so beautiful, you guys. Yes. Um, so that's my pick. Agreed. That was a great, a great pick. pick. All right. Mm -hmm. Worst song, Kate? I put this in because I'm a hater. And I just wanted to talk about which <laughs> songs we don't like. Um, something about our last summer, uh, which is the guys like singing about their experiences with Donna. Um, right. I, there's just something about hearing hearing Colin Firth be like, our last summer. <laughs> I'm like, no, like, uh, why? Um, you are a hater. Just, it's so bad. Uh, that one's a skip for me uh, every time. Sorry. Okay. No, okay. I did answer. Amelia refused to put one down for I'm this. Sorry. I had to because we have to be fair at times. I can't even. Chikatita. Chikatita. Yeah. Chikatita. Oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, that was I like. I, I think it's because it's not that memorable for me. I'm even having trouble. Mm. I think it's the two the two best friends singing to Meryl Streep, like, you yeah. know, being like, well, tell me what's wrong. You got sorrow in your eyes, et cetera. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's uh, out of the really strong contenders. It's on the yeah. weaker side, I think. Yes. Okay, who put this one in? Amelia. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It has to be done. You have to do it. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Sit, yeah, frame it. Okay, fuck Mary Kill, Bill, Harry, Sam. I mean, you know, you have to. Let's um, let's wait. Let's make sure everyone knows which oh, one is which. Sure. So yeah. Bill is Stellan Skarsgård, right? Harry is Colin Firth, yeah, and Sam is Pierce Brosnan. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we have to. Exactly. Very difficult exactly. decision. And at Liz and it looks like Liz and I agreed, and Amelia had a oh, different wow. take. So Amelia, why don't you start with yours? Okay. So I said F Harry. Um, That's I said, Colin, Colin Firth, right? Colin Firth. Yep. Okay. I okay, said so Mary. I think Colin Firth. Interesting. Right. Okay. I'm marrying Sam, which is uh, okay. Pierce Brosnan. And then I'm killing mm -hmm. Bill, which is uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Sorry. Listen, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård had a really difficult uh, <laughs> comparison in this movie. <laughs> right. Like, he's a great guy. But of like course. Colin Firth, like iconic romantic lead. I mean, and yeah. Pierce Brosnan, like just incredibly attractive James Bond. So like, yeah. I, <laughs> Like I exactly. really like apologies to Stellan, who's like a great actor and very right. funny, but like really tough, tough it's comparison. Tough. It's tough. Yes. Yeah. We all actually picked to kill Bill, which <laughs> yeah, is sad. We <laughs> Sorry, so Bill. But we did agree on that. Um, Liz and I decided to F Sam Mary Harry. Colin Firth is husband material. He pays for he his is. wedding out of the he goodness is. of his heart. Sam is fucking out here. Uh, he's met his ostensibly his daughter or sort of his daughter like yeah. 30 seconds ago and he's like actually I think you should leave the island and go to school to study art and I don't care if yeah. that's not what you want like that's actually what I think you should do and it's like hello I don't know I you know. yeah you're so handsome real dad I know well, he's this, extremely this handsome. transitions to the last lightning round question I feel yeah. like Harry aka Conferth has the most dad vibes towards mm -hmm. Amelia yeah. Seyfried so but that's my opinion who do you guys think is Sophie's father Amelia well, I said Bill, if we're going off looks, jeans, just because they're 
blonde, which is actually stupid now that I'm thinking about it. But like, you know, they're like blonde, blonde family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be Sam. But I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I even added this question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a central question for the movie. It is. You know, I also, yeah. I just, I get Bill energy also from this. Yeah. Just because like, yeah. you know, blonde people aren't that common anymore. Sometimes I, you need like the you. double blonde parent to get a blonde <laughs> kid. Uh, also, it feels like he was the most emotionally distant from her, which if he ooh. actually, if there was some real feeling that he was your dad, he would be a normal person. Be like, I need like a day to process this. Right. And it feels like Sam, so Pierce Brosnan and Colin Firth were like all in. And it's like, well, we don't know if you're really yeah, the father. That's exactly. true. Yep. So I'm, Who knows? yeah, I think I'm going to go. Yeah, Bill, I agree. We can this. revisit on the next movie and see if we've changed our minds. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, let's see the last category, Tea Time's Unanswerable Questions. Kate. Okay, so the trailer came out this week for the movie Don't Look Up. And, you know, Adam McKay, buzzy movies, incredibly buzzy cast, which Liz is going to get into in a minute. But I was watching this trailer and Jennifer Lawrence uh, is in this movie. And she has one of the worst wigs I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. She (laughs) is wearing a wig and it's like red hair with like little short turf bangs. And I, and part of it, I'm like, okay, it's clearly supposed to be a bad haircut. Like she's some sort of like activist, whatever. Right. But it led me to my unanswerable question. How are wigs not better in movies? Like it's a really I, good question. Half yeah. the time you watch movie, like I'm looking at this person. I'm like, this wig is terrible. Like how, yeah. and they make incredible wigs for people that like actually need them in their day-to-day life that look really real. Yeah. And like, sometimes you do watch movies and like, you can't tell that it's not their real hair. And I just don't know why certain movies have such bad wigs. I'm like, we how have we not fixed this? We right. have watched a lot of bad wigs in our heyday. It, actually, this is comparable to when we watched Legally Blonde, which came out in 2001. All these years have passed and we still can't get the leading person a nice wig. I like, can't believe like it. everything Nicole mm-hmm. Kidman has been in the last 10 years. Like, why, why is the wig budget $5? I just don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know how Hollywood right. is not better at this by now. Like, no shade to the wig artists who are now no, going to join Christy Carlson <laughs> Romano, like, as our enemies. But I just feel like we have to do better. Yeah. Some about it looks unnatural. For and sure. it's, yeah. it's almost like, you know, it's like we know you don't have like a lifetime budget. You have a big Hollywood budget. So maybe yeah. spend a little on the wig. If you can afford Jennifer Lawrence, you can afford a better wig for Jennifer right. Lawrence. True. True. Exactly. Also, extensions are really good now. I yeah. can't tell. Every celebrity has them. And I'm like, everyone yes. has thick ass yes. hair. No, it's actually extensions. So it feels like just I don't just understand do that. why that doesn't translate. There has that, to be a better way. That yeah. is so true. And also like all of the... um influencer wigs and stuff. Those are always good too. It's like hire one of those people. Yeah. I I don't know what the deal is. I really don't. I'm baffled by it. Me too. It's puzzling. Also puzzled by how many freaking people (laughs) are in this movie. Don't look up. So the plot, Kate, did you already say this? Just in general, the premise. It's the story of two low-level astronomers who are Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Okay, whatever, fine, I'm sold. But the amount of people in this movie actually kind of crosses a line, in my opinion. I'm gonna rattle off some of the names, okay? Leo, Jennifer Lawrence, fine. Got Timothy Chalamet, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Matthew Perry, Ariana Grande, Kid Cuddy, and then it unravels from there. I just actually don't understand. I don't understand. And also, it's like, are, are is this too much? Where do we draw the line at? Amount of famous people 
everyone, if you just pick Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio, they would still watch it. I would still watch it. We don't need 17 other people to convince me to watch Don't Look Up, you know? It's true. So your unanswerable question is how many famous people is too many famous people? Yes. And what, uh, what is the answer? Do you guys have thoughts? This is definitely too many famous people. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And I'm like, you're never going to get all of them to do press for this movie. So like, what's the point on that? You know, like, and they all can't right. have that much screen time unless this movie is seven hours long. I right. also would like to know if Kid Cudi is only in it because of Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh my oh. God. He like oh somehow God. was like, hey, like, can we cast Kid Cudi in this movie? And they were like, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. But it's, it's too many people. It really genuinely is. Also to cross the border between actors and music. Like, why is Ariana Grande in it? You know? Right. What are we doing here, guys? Yeah. No, a line, totally a line must be drawn. Yep. Yes. I totally agree. And also, it's one of those things where it's like, maybe this movie, and I nothing against Adam McKay, but I feel like his movies are very hit or miss. And mm-hmm. it's just like, let me throw all these famous shiny objects at you so you uh, disregard the actual script and maybe the story mm-hmm. isn't that good, but you'll enjoy the yeah, p- I'm not, performances. Kind yeah, of we'll have to see. I, I'll be so distracted. If all of them are in one single frame at a time, I'm just not going to be able to pay attention right. to it. I. I saw like uh, of the trailer, I saw this moment and it was like Jonah Hill making a joke <laughs> in front of Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was just like, oh my this, God. Is, this is too, that this alone is a sensory is yeah. Yeah. overload. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, Amelia, last question. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So like we mentioned earlier, one of the Peloton structures is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Um, So I was just wondering, can someone please explain to us why Peloton is so great? Like, why do people love it so much? I don't, I've seen the commercials, I guess, you know, like, I don't don't know. We talked about this in Slack a little bit. None of us have one. We're obviously (laughs) intrigued, but it's pretty expensive. We can't just like go and buy one to try it. Yeah. But yeah, what is up? We are genuinely curious maybe to hear from you guys who have one. I mean, I've seen like at its core, it's just an exercise bike, right? Like I guess what people like so much are like the programs, but I'm also like the internet exists. Like you can find any kind of, any kind of workout program from any instructor in the world on YouTube for free. So like, I don't, I don't, I also don't get the appeal. I'm like, it's just a bike. Is it not? Like, are we not just pedaling to nowhere? No matter what what we're doing here. I find in general that the bike is one of the harder ones for me to mow. Like I never used that thing. And I've actually never been a soul cycle person, never did cycling classes. Yeah. So you guys can tell me it's more of just like a lifestyle difference, but is it that great? Or is it the whole Peloton vibe that's selling you? It might be that. Because they do scream at you Peloton. They're like, let's go Peloton. Have you seen the commercials? And you're like, oh. Like, I feel like I would be motivated by that. Because it's scary. But I don't. And then also I've noticed that. And I don't mean this in a mean way. But I just know certain people that like I'm friends with. And I or I follow on uh, Instagram stuff who like post pictures of their Peloton workouts. I just like. You would you would own a Peloton. Okay. <laughs> you know. It's definitely I think part of it is like the community appeal. Is sure. Like yeah. You know, but even then I'm like, just you're on social media. Like it's fine. You don't need to have a community for your workouts. I don't well, know. I think it's, it's weird. This, and I don't I get feel it like either. there's different culture. You have like the Orange Theory Cole. I've never been in that right. one. Sure. You have the Soul Cycle one. I feel like that's kind of died out. Peloton yeah. is now this new one. CrossFit. Oh, CrossFit. Cross, oh. I don't fit me. in any of those. Same. I'm just a workout loner, I suppose. What about but like yeah. an anti-workout cult? Can we start one of those? <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. Yes. How about a walking group? I oh, walk okay. a oh, lot. I mean, like yeah. do. Okay. There we go. We'll start that. That'll be our new media venture. <laughs> if you guys have uh, 
Peloton, I, maybe not stories to share, but if you, I don't know, are really like in on your Peloton, I guess explain why. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious to hear. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Uh, oh, that was a nice, clean 50 minutes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.